It's about to get Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. It's nothing less because you rocking with the best. Now we about to get Gabby AF. Hello and welcome to a very interesting episode of Gabby AF, your newest episode of Gabby AF, where it's a big week in pro wrestling with the Royal Rumble around the corner. And I just had to bring in one of my best friends in the entire world. Best friend, like top three best friends. He's top one or two, I would say, in my three best friends. We used to work together. I worked with him for about five years of my entire pro wrestling career, which was all of it, basically. The beginnings of it. The beginnings of it. You are the reason I am where I am today in the sense of uh, a pro wrestling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were, you were five years ago when I met you, you were the cool chick walking in the door and now all of a sudden you're just a nerd. Like, You've turned me know. into this. <laughs> if, if you guys don't know that voice because he cut me off on the actual intro of the show that I was doing, <laughs> about to introduce him, which if you've listened to Gabby AF on Busted Open, this is the exact same thing for some reason. But it is Busted Open host, Mr. David LaGreca. Hello, David. Thank you so much for gracing me with your presence today. I'm really excited. Well, you forgot to say host and creator of creator Busted as well. Open. By the way, he just corrected me when he was like, you know, just do whatever you want to introduce me as. And now he's angry that I didn't introduce him in the exact way. You know, when you mentioned, you know, we're friends, you forgot to mention I'm also your mentor. So not only am I you one are. of my friends, but I'm also your mentor, too. You are my mentor. Do you know that I tell that to absolutely everybody? Even, yeah. even when I'm out in the cold doing the show by myself, not part of it anymore, you still are the reason that I am where I am. So people, you if you like me or dislike me in pro wrestling, it's Dave LaGreca's fault. Well, because... I, don't anybody, I don't think anybody dislikes you. And I'm very proud of you, Gabby. I'm going to start Thanks, it off Dave. by saying how proud I am because I know this was always your goal. Your goal was always to have your own show. Yeah. Uh, and now you do. And I was so proud to see how well the show is doing and how great your interviews are. So I'm extremely proud to... Uh, in a small part, be a part of your journey to where you are. So I'm, I'm very happy for you and I'm a big fan. I appreciate that, Dave. And you are, he listened to my very first podcast and called me the next day and, and was like, this too. was great. And my second, and then that's all he's listened to. So that's it's not, enough. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> But he did call me the day after to let me know, like, I thought this was great. I thought, like, which is what I need. Like, no one's perfect. Obviously, going into it, it's a little scary to do it on your own and to bet on yourself. But you did it. So you are somebody that is a good inspiration for people like me that are just starting on their own and creating, you know, Gabby AF is my creation. So hopefully one day I'll be able to, uh, you know, fight with the big boys like you up in, up in those ranks. But. And I'm glad you used Gabby AF because Gabby AF is your creation. You started yeah. it when you were a part of Busted Open, that was your segment that you had. So I'm so happy mm -hmm. that, you know, something you created and, you know, based a brand and name on that, that you're continuing to use that now that you're out on your own. Yeah, we're gonna, we're trying to get shirts out. There was a nice Gabby AF sign on Dynamite last week. I don't know if you saw it, the yeah, first no, ever. I did see that, big Gabby that was, AF sign. I was almost honestly, and this, I don't want to talk about myself this much, but I have to, cause I could talk to you forever before we get into anything, but that was I know, literally on the phone before. Which, <laughs> I've talked to Dave three times on the phone today. 
We're now sitting down and then like this is, and by the way, this is an exact conversation that me and Dave would have. I'm not going to hold anything back and neither is Dave. So this is an actual conversation, mm-hmm. but I was almost emotional when I saw that sign because, um, with busted open, obviously I've had a lot of signs and it's like Gabby, I'm like, and which is amazing because busted open is such a monster and you guys, you know, your face is everywhere, which is great. Um, but like for it to be Gabby AF was very like an emotional thing for me because, you know, it is me branched out from something that's such a monster. Mm-hmm. So I don't, um, I don't know who had the sign, but it was very much appreciative. And I love you guys so much for doing that. And I appreciate it. And it makes me want to do this every single week and I'm not going to stop until I'm where I want to be. So you guys listening and just everything, it means a lot more than you can imagine. And yeah. I agree with you, Gabby. And, and, and I, that's why I'm so happy that you did branch out because, you know, obviously, you know, along with 500 people, so many people are laid off right. uh, the same day as you from Sirius XM. And it's unfortunate because you never want to see anybody lose their job. But right. I felt like, you leaving uh, Busted Open and leaving SiriusXM was bound to happen just because you're you're a producer. You're behind the scenes. And, yeah. you know, and you did a great job being a producer and being behind the scenes. But I felt like your goal was always to have your own platform, your own show. Mm-hmm. So at some point, you're going to have to rip off the Band-Aid. Yeah. You know? So um, I'm happy with your success. And and Dave, the only reason I have experience doing anything on air is because you let that happen as well. Like it, it is your show, Busted Open is your show, and you open the door for other people to be a part of it. So I just hope you know how big of a deal that is, because I've produced for other hosts who are not like you, and that is why you are the kind of person that you are. And I don't think people realize like you are happy seeing other people succeed, and a lot of people aren't like that because they want the success for themselves only. And they're just selfish in that. And they're like, I don't want to see you doing better than me, even though you're doing well. I think you would love to see me doing insanely well. It would make you so proud and so happy as opposed to being like, oh, well, you know, I don't want it better than me or I, 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 there's a competition. It's not even what it is. You are like my number one fan. And I don't think people realize like that's the kind of person that you are. And it's, you know, I had the platform that I even had to be on air because of you. And I had those opportunities I had with the WWE doing those on air shows because you let me have a platform on your show and you could have been like, you're behind the scenes, shut up and don't talk, (laughs) which some hosts do. A couple of things. One thing is that, and you didn't even realize it when your podcast debuted at, you know, number five, I mean, that's crazy at number five in, you know, in the country of all those podcasts, like, Mm-hmm. I, I let you know before you even knew. Like you I didn't, didn't even know. know. Yeah, even know. I had no I, idea at all. And that's and true story. It screenshotted it, uh, but that was always my goal, and it still is. Um, not everybody's going to be able to do it, and not everybody is, you know, wants to do it. But I always wanted busted open to be like an open forum for everybody who works on the show. Yeah, to, to pop on a microphone and have a voice, and you know, obviously, you have a great personality you know, charisma and everything else. So, you know, it worked for you. It doesn't work for everybody. Right. Uh, but I want but I want everyone to, yes, I want everybody to have their own identity, their own personality, their own character. Like that was one of the goals of, of doing Busted Open because, you know, you said not every host lets you do that. Not every person I worked with let me right. do that. You know, I right. kind of had to branch on my own. I took a big, a big chance jumping from the NFL and doing, you know, a pro wrestling show that not a lot of people 
um, believed in. Believed in. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you know that firsthand. Mm-hmm. You've been side by side with me. Um, so it's, you know, it's always good to kind of bet on yourself and you've done that and it's worked. So yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, there's, that's no headlines of there's no bad blood between anyone. I know people wish we would hate each other and there, cause like, you know, there was rumors swirling when it happened that like, Oh, it's Dave's fault. Like it's not, if Dave could have kept me forever, he would have, I could guarantee you that. So I don't want, I hate when people write that kind of shit or try to make it like there's any animosity. I have no animosity. I loved my time with the show. I still love the show and I still am friends with every single host on that show. I talk to every single week and they all support me from bully, Mark, Tommy, you, Mickey, and literally like they'll text me and be like, Oh, it's so great. Like, I love that you did that. Like they comment on my stuff. Like it's, it's a beautiful thing. And me and you are still as close. If probably not, we're probably closer now actually, because we don't have to actually work together and we can like, not take things so seriously when we have conversations and like have fun when we talk and it's not business oriented, but we're probably closer than we even were when we were working together. So yeah, I mean, we, were, we were saying we were super close then too, but yeah, um, when, when you first, you know, were gone from busted open, there were a lot of people on social media that was like, man, you know, that they were angry. They were upset. And yeah. some of those people were upset at me. And honestly, like I didn't, reply to any of those people mm-hmm. because quite honestly I understood where they were coming from like right you know if I if I'm listening to a show and I'm listening to it on a daily basis and I love that show and I love everybody that's a part of it I knew I knew that there were going to be people that were going to be upset I yeah. knew that better than anyone so like when people were they need to blame somebody sure Obviously, you know it's it's never going to be easy and there needs to be you know, uh, the finger of, of blame pointed at yes. someone and I'm okay shouldering that because I am the face of busted open. Mm-hmm. I am the creator of the show. So I completely understood it. And I kind of just let it, I said, listen, I know everybody's upset. I know everybody's angry. They need to be angry at somebody. I'll let it be me. Yeah. And I know that, you know, in the end, it, like people will understand and understand that unfortunately, especially at this time, man, I'm not even just talking about the platforms that we've been on, Gabby, but just look around. So many yeah, I people know. now, it's scary. So many, especially in in media, so many people are losing their jobs. So many companies are 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 falling off and going bankrupt. It's you know, it's a scary time coming it out is. of one of the darkest periods in that in that lockdown and with everything that went on with with COVID. Mm-hmm. So you know, there were going to unfortunately there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs and I feel for everybody and everybody's going to be emotional. Everybody's going to be angry. So I completely understand where people are coming from. Yeah. And I mean, I do feel like getting laid off kind of made me more relatable because what's crazy is when I brought it up to people, they were like, Oh, I've been there. So many people reached out to me that were like, this happened to me and I got through and this, and like the support of that, especially wrestlers. Like they were like, Oh, those releases happen all the time. Like you'll be fine. You know, it's just another day or it's just, you know, it is what it is. Get back up, brush off and then keep going. And that's kind of what you have to do. And it's, you know, support from everybody that I felt after was a big help in it. Um, and yeah, don't, don't, so don't blame Dave. You know, if you're going to blame anyone, blame, blame Paul. Well, uh, no, no, I love Paul. Paul I do too. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, and, but Gabby, it's, and, and you're very new to radio still, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and, and Sirius XM was your first job. 
But and man, SiriusXM has been an awesome home. I love SiriusXM. Yeah. It's a tremendous platform. And you, I know you love SiriusXM because SiriusXM gave you the start of your career. So you're always mm-hmm. going to remember that. But when you're a lifer, a radio lifer like I am, this happens, you know, especially in, like working terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. like stations change formats and things happen where it's like, man, you're doing a great job and you know, the show you're working on. And just like that, it could be all over and it could end. Uh, so it's just, it's unfortunately just a part of the business. It is. And I can't ever regret anything because Sirius XM introduced me to you and to pro wrestling. So I can't sit here and be like, I wish I took a different job or I wish I went a different way with my life. Because if I never knew pro wrestling, if I never knew you, I really don't know what journey I would be on right now. It could be completely different because I didn't think that was going to be my journey five, six years ago anyway. So they did take a chance on me when I got hired. I had no radio experience. I was an intern. So, you know, I built myself up to where I was and, you know, the channel gave me everything I had and SiriusXM did bet on me. And I wasn't the only person to lose my job that day. There are people that have been there 20 something years. So, yeah. you know, I'm, it's not a Crimea river situation. I wasn't like, like X'd out. I wasn't, you know, narrowed down and it wasn't, and I can't sit here and say it was my behavior or anything like that. Cause it wasn't. So I kind of just, I'm trying to dust myself off and it's 2024. It's almost a year since that happened. It'll be March, which is fucking insane. By the way, that's crazy yeah. to me because because I'm still so involved with you guys and we are still friends, it doesn't feel like I'm not with you guys anymore in the oddest way, if that makes sense. Like, because, like it's not like I'm cut off and I can't talk to you or, you know, uh, talk to Andre or Bully or something. Like, so it's interesting because, like, you are still, like, my family, even though I don't work with you every single day. Now it's kind of about me. But it, it, it's it's a wild time to be in media for sure. Like that whole Sports Illustrated thing that just happened, all those people lost their jobs. Think it's terrible. ESPN. People my age, you grew up reading that. And and it's funny because I know we're, we're going to get into my show February 10th, which yes. you're going to be a part of. Yes, like, sir. Um, I, Mike Riker is going to be at my show. He was the first mm-hmm. ever producer for Busted Open. Kyle mm-hmm. Lewis, who was a producer on Busted Open and a board operator and did our social media He's going to be doing a stand-up set stand up. at my mm-hmm. show. So, like, the family still continues. Like, yes. you know, even though people leave or or other circumstances, like, you know, you're still always going to be a part of the Busted Open family. So that that never changes. Yeah, you guys can't get rid of me that easily. Come on. I'm pretty obnoxious as, as in itself. Speaking of your show, though. We do have some breaking news. Um, I don't have breaking news drops. I'm not as cool as Busted Open because we're not live to hit the breaking news drop. Remember when we would hit that all the time? Oh, yes, still do that. We could still do it. I can do a fake one. But in breaking news, because you haven't talked about it at all, right? You haven't told anybody this. No. I haven't told anybody that February 10th, your LaGreca's Laminated List show at Gramercy Theater in New York City, I am officially going to be the MC of yes. the show. That's right. You're going to be the MC. I, I I don't know the exact terminology. I guess MC is MC uh, host, host uh, face of uh, whatever, however you want to uh, main attraction, it. draw, whatever you want to call it. Listen, I you know what? that's fine as long as people come. I don't care why, as long as they come. It's going to be a good time. Um, I'm excited, and I think even though it's not a quote unquote busted open show, it's still like a busted open show because. Right. You know, as I said, Mike Riker, Kyle Lewis, Gabby, 
um, Bully, Mark, Tommy, you know, Tasha, it, Tasha. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a busted open show without being yeah. a busted open show. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Cause I always talk about my laminated list and I have a laminator and I'm going to do a live laminated list at the show of top 10 most inspirational pro wrestlers of all time. And Ooh. that's going to be the theme where I ask the fans in attendance and also all the guests, like who inspired them the most, who in pro wrestling inspired them and what made them want to do what they do. And we're going to make a laminated list on top of that. And Mark Henry is going to be a big part. You know, Mark Henry's love Mark. And he's going to do uh, a stand-up set. I'm excited for that. Stand-up comedy. And then uh, Kyle Lewis is going to do a set of stand-up comedy. And, you know, Tasha and Tommy and Bully, I guess my brother Don. Oh, awesome. I guess Sam Roberts is going to be a guest as well. So um, it's going to be just a great – and tickets are very, very inexpensive. And um, it's going to be well worth it because – if you're a part of it, it's going to be memorable in the Gramercy. Uh, go to Ticketmaster.com or just go to my social media at David LaGreca1. Mm-hmm. The link's right there. Click it. Uh, tickets are very cheap. And then there's going to be VIP tickets available. Ooh. For And those are cheap, too. And with the VIP ticket, you get really good seating for the show. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get a photo op with all the guests. Wow. So I'm very thankful for everybody to be like, yeah, you can get a picture with us. You know, if you were to go to a convention, you know how much money that would cost to get? Yes. It would would cost hundreds of bucks. And here for, you know, $70 for a VIP ticket, you get a photo, you get a great show and you get VIP uh, photo op, op, you know, photo opportunity with all the guests. So I'm excited. It's going to be all, I don't. And great seating too. So I don't think people realize that we are like a dysfunctional family, especially when you get us all together. It is a rarity for every single person of one of us to be together in a room and to be a live show with us. Like that's going to be, you have to be there to see it. Like it is insane when we're all together having fun and it's going to be such a good time. I like, I hope people realize there's, it's really going to be a one of a kind show. There's been nothing like this done ever before. Um, Especially Dave, like this is, this is your big live show. I'm so excited for you. This is amazing. I'm really excited and, and I'm very thankful to the people at Live Nation that made this happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's February 10th at the Gramercy Theater, 7 o'clock. It's the night before the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I know, you know, everybody's going to be in a party mood because the next night's the Super Bowl. Um, but this is going to be exciting and it's worth it. There's people, Gabby, that are flying in for this show, mm-hmm. you know, that are super excited and and it's not like an event like we normally have where it's around an event where it's like, all right, right. we got to hurry up and get this show done because we got to go here. We got to go there. There's nothing else going on. This is so, the event. So we, this is the event. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have a long time after the show to hang out with all the fans, meet the fans, shake hands, take pictures. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be the first time that my mother and my brother – Wow. Or at one of my shows. Like my mom and my brother have never gone to any That's of my amazing. shows before. So this is going to be super exciting based on that. And listen, there's still plenty of tickets available, uh, but you want to jump on it now. I know there's a lot of fans that are like, oh, I'll wait till the 10th. Well, you may wait yourself out of like yeah. either a ticket or at least a good ticket. Because I think, I think as the time we're on right now, 
the first like four rows are almost all sold out. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, you want to get on top of that. We sold uh, over a hundred tickets so far to the show. It's we still amazing. have three weeks left. So you want to get on there and, and and buy yourself a ticket before time runs out. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even told any my friends, my family yet. So that's going to be a bunch of tickets that are selling the minute I kind of let them know because I've been keeping it on the lowdown and a secret because this is my first, I would say, live MC show hosting something. So I'm really excited because I'm going to be the first face that these people see for me to talk about you hopefully I say some nice things I might just roast you you didn't ha you haven't given me a time limit on stage so that might be a little dangerous because I might just well I'll you know. give you the rap sign if you're going too long yeah yeah uh, but uh but no I want you to go up there and I'm excited go whatever is on the top of your head whatever you want to talk about and you know like you said we're all a big family so and I include the fans and the busted open nation. I mean, yeah. so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and I want to do, and there's going to be some extras and some things that are completely different because we've done so many busted open events before. Mm -hmm. Um, and there it's usually a round of event. It's free. This is something different. Obviously it, you have to buy a ticket. So I, I got to do something really extra, something really special. And yeah. I have some, a lot of surprises in store Ooh. for the fans that night. So I, you're you're gonna have a guaranteed great time, a memorable time. So I'm, I'm excited. And Gramercy Theater is beautiful. I've been there before. It's like an awesome space, and it's New York City, guys. You know, it, it's gonna be an amazing time. I'm super excited for it, Dave. I'm excited for you. I think this is gonna be a knockout. And like I said, I think people need to buy their tickets now. Don't wait around and just be like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait. Don't do that because I've I'm a procrastinator. I do that all the time. And then by the time I want to buy a ticket, there's not enough or things are flying and it's not, you know, you want to get those good seats. This is going to be a once in a lifetime event. And if you support Dave and you support Busted Open, then get your tickets now, February 10th, Gramercy Theater in New York City. I'm also going to put the link on my YouTube, all over my social media when I put this out. So you'll just see it in the little about me here and click it and just buy it because I'm also going to be there. It's going to be my first time reuniting with everybody in a long time too. You should want to see it. You should want to know what I'm going to say. Just That's say right. Not, you never know. Just say my microphone in Gabby's hand. You don't know what's going to be said. And just make sure you put in LaGreca's laminated list. If yes. you put it busted open, nothing it's going to say nothing's found. So just put like LaGreca's laminated list and yes. then you'll be able to buy a ticket. Hit the, and to make it easy, you know, hit the switch to map and you can pick out what seats you want and stuff like Perfect. that. So I'm Triple super L. excited about it. Triple L. Legre Who knew those lists? You used to make those lists when I worked on the show. At, like people didn't realize you, they were actually laminated. They weren't just you talking about having laminated lists for top five, top 10 things. And we would sit in the studio while you read off of them. So serious and so excited. And you and Tommy, a lot of the time, because Tommy would have a list as well. And he'd make fun of you. And now look at what you're doing with this laminated list. You're having a whole live show around it. That is like the coolest fucking thing ever. So everyone at home, if you make lists, you too can have your own live show maybe at some point. Well, it's just, I think it's more about like, getting to the point in your life where it's like, all right, you're taking a chance. Cause doing this show is taking a chance, you know, who knows? I, I have actually seen shows like this where I've gone as a fan and nobody showed up or five people showed mm -hmm. up. So, you know, you're always taking a chance when doing something like this and like, and I wanted to make tickets cheap enough where I gotta be honest with you. I'm not making any money from this show. Right, it's right. more of like I wanted to do something different and something new for the fans, something completely different than what we normally do. So that's what I'm trying to do. So it's not about making money. It's about 
it's just about doing making memories, accomplishing something that I never thought to be able to see like LaGreca's laminated list to go to Ticketmaster.com and see LaGreca's laminated list. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm glad I'm so happy that you're going to be a part of it. And I'm honored that you asked me to be, part of, be a part of it. I was very excited when I got the call from you. And I'm, I'm really, really excited. And it's a great opportunity. So thank you for including me. And yeah, everyone, don't miss it. Because I, like he said, he's got a lot of surprises. He hasn't told me much of anything yet. So I don't even know. And I know everything about Dave. We're best friends, he tells me. So you know if he doesn't tell me that, you know, does Violetta know all the surprises as well? I mean, I, no, I mean, I think that wow. I, I want to keep, I want to, I want to keep it very, um, I don't want to have it at all like planned out or too organized. Right. I really want to get like true emotion from everybody. I want to get right. true emotion from Bully and Tommy. If you give them too much, then that's what you're going to get back. You're going to get back a lot of programmed overthought. Yeah. Um, I want it really emotional and raw. So that's what I really want. And I'm really excited about Mark Henry doing stand-up. Oh, my God. Um, you know, and he's taking this very, very serious. He, that he's planning out, which he should. So I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, my brother is going to be a part of that. And as you know, my brother's not a wrestling fan. But right. my brother has great stories of growing up with me yes. being a wrestling fan. So he's got some really insane stories growing oh up gosh. with me. Uh, that he's going to share that night. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. I don't think people realize how hilarious you are and just like how you are on the show is literally how you are in real life. So these stories are going to be insane because I've traveled with you. I have pretty amazing stories of me and you doing stuff that people wouldn't believe when I tell them how you are, but you are the same person that you are on the show. Like you are just real and raw as Dave LaGreca. So I'm excited. People are going to see that side of you and I'm super excited for them to see this live show. So everyone get your tickets right now. I don't even know what you're waiting around doing. There's nothing else for you to do today. Get your tickets right now. Like I said, the link is going to be everywhere. Thank okay. You. And that's me telling you. So you want to support me. You want, you want to support Dave. You love us, whatever, whatever, then buy a ticket. And I that, put your money where your mouth is. Do you know what I mean? That's so, how I so say Gabby, it. are friends and family of yours coming to the show? Yeah. hundred percent. Because I haven't told them that I'm even doing this, but I've been very blessed with my friends and family to be super supportive in me in this pro wrestling journey. None of them watched pro wrestling until I started watching pro wrestling. And now they watch with me. They want to watch the pay-per-views with me and like have parties. And they sit, my roommate watches Raw with me every Monday night and reacts to things. Her favorite wrestler is Rhea Ripley. She was like, ooh, mommy. Like I want the mommy's always on top shirt. Like it's, it's amazing that I can make fans of my friends and they watch it with such different eyes than I do now that I've been in it for a little bit. And that to me is what makes me happiest because my goal has always said, and I've said this to you, Dave, like I want to make pro wrestling cool again. There should be every single age group should be watching pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is the coolest fucking thing to watch on TV. It's the greatest athletes who have to play into these characters and they have to put on a show in front of the live crowds. There's no off season and their athleticism is insane. And there is nothing else like it in the world. It's not like football. You got the Super Bowl, whatever. WrestleMania shits on the Super Bowl, in my opinion. It's just the buildup, the storytelling. There's nothing to not like because there's so much to dislike or like when it comes to pro wrestling. And I wish I knew about it years and years ago and not just five years ago because that's how invested I am in it now and I love watching my 
unorganic friends who've never seen it, you know, get into it. And they're going to come to the show. They were like, we'll support you. They're all going to support me and buy tickets. And they're going to have a good time. And they're going to be like, I had no idea this is what you were doing every day. They don't know what I do. Like when they try to explain it, they're like, even when I worked Busted Open, they were like, you know, she produces a show and she like kind of talks about pro wrestling, but it's, yeah. And they're like, and people are like, well, do you work for the WWE? And I'm like, no. But they're like, is it, you know, WWE? And I'm like, yes. And then they know the big names. They're like, oh, so like The Rock? Like, you know The Rock? And I'm like, no. That's always the question I get is about The Rock, which who cares about The Rock? It's all about Cody Rhodes. But, you know, like it's cool that they're going to come to the show and they don't have to be wrestling fans and they're going to have a good time because I know what you're going to bring to the table and what Mark's going to bring to the table and everybody – and, you know, me presenting it and they were going to have the best time. And I'm just so excited for them to see this part of me. And I talk about you to all my friends so much. They're like, oh, yeah, Dave. And like, you've never met any of them, but they know you because I talked to you like eight hours out of the day. So I'm excited. They're all going to go. My family's going to come who you haven't really met any of my family or anything. So I'm excited for you to meet, you know, my dad and my brothers who I talked to you about so, so much. Like it's going to be it's like a family event for me to see like these two worlds of mine collide. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm super excited. And again, like, yeah, obviously the foundation is always going to be wrestling, but you know, like bullies, like got a Ridiculous. great, you know, personality yeah. and like, he's got great stories and he's funny and he's, you know, he's kind of got that rock and roll party. Oh yeah. Here to him. Mark's going to be doing stand up. Tommy's Tommy, you know, he's that's it. That's all you got to say about emotional. Tommy. Tasha's like phenomenal. As yes. well. And you and Tasha have great chemistry together. So yeah, and I love Sam girl. and my brother. And like it's it's gonna be uh and Kyle Lewis is gonna do uh he's hilarious, by the way. He's very funny. Uh, very funny. So, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good show. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe I can get my mom to come on stage. Oh, and, and I would love say that. Something. You know, she's you know, she's in her eighties. So, you know, um, we're going to yeah. laugh and cry because that's an emotional thing. If your mom comes on stage, I'll get emotional because that's an amazing thing for you. And I would be so happy for you with that. But I'm excited. So everyone, seriously, go get your tickets. I don't even know. I hope you got them while we've been talking about this for 30 minutes because if you didn't, you're, you're missing out because I already know that. Again, you know, Gabby, like, you know, when putting this on, I've been like just – I've uh, I've worried so much about this and I have anxiety about it. Yeah. And like I was worried about ticket sales and stuff. You know what? I'm not even, I don't even look to see how many don't. tickets I sold because if there's, you know, 400 people or if there's 40 people, it doesn't matter. I'm going to, we're going to put on the best show possible. Yes. And, and I know that when it's all said and done, those who are a part of it are going to be like, wow, that was awesome. And people mm -hmm. who weren't are going to be kicking themselves that they weren't. So hundred percent, yeah. Dave. And this is a testament to you as a host that you're even getting this opportunity because a lot of people don't. And already 100 tickets sold is insane. That's 100 people that are spending money to come see you and your show. So, like, I just hope people realize, like, that doesn't happen for everybody. You know, not every host is getting that kind of opportunity where they know and, you know, a live nation will believe in them to, you know, be at the Gramercy Theater and do these things. So I'm just excited for you. And it's going to be such, such a good night. And then hopefully the Super Bowl is good the next day. You know, who knows? None, none of our teams are left anyway. So no, I, I can enjoy the Super Bowl. My team, so... I did beat your team and I texted you. I didn't By the way, I felt bad texting you, but I was like, I feel like I got to do it. I feel like that was too crazy to not text you. Like, ugh, that was, was a little bad. bit of an embarrassment. It was rare. It was very bad. You know, I mean, of course, talking about the Packers being the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, that was bad. And, but you know what though? It's, 
It's just, I'm used to it at this point. I, had, <laughs> I think I you had are. Those Super Bowl wins at the perfect time in my life, Gabby. It was the 90s. I was in my 20s. Nice. Like that was the perfect time to go out partying and going with my friends. Yeah. To like the bar to watch the games. Like it was like, I, I couldn't, like, if the Cowboys never, and I don't want this to happen, but if the yeah. Cowboys go the rest of my life and never win a Super Bowl, I had that special time at the perfect time. Yeah. So like I'm 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 good. I'm good. Could you imagine though if the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl this year and you had your show the night before? Like that like, would be that would be incredible. Oh, uh, that would have been a, like a Lagreca takeover. But I would have been anxious if I were you. Like I get anxious when I care about the teams in the big games. Like I, I can't even enjoy myself. Guys, we have a problem. Recent studies have shown that testosterone levels are falling in American men. Low T is linked to depression, low sex drive, and weight gain, so it's important to stay on top of it. You could go to a TRT clinic, but it's expensive, awkward, and in most cases, not necessary. You just need to stimulate your body's own natural testosterone production. It's time to check out the ultimate test stack at LegacySubs.com. The majority of testosterone release occurs while you sleep which is why the Ultimate Test Deck features their best-selling sleep aid, Recovery PM. Test X9 stimulates testosterone, T-Assist inhibits estrogen, and Recovery PM gives you the best night's sleep you've ever had. You're gonna feel like a new man after trying the Ultimate Test Deck for 30 days. If you don't believe me, check out all the verified five-star reviews on Top Rated. Legacy Sports Nutrition is founded by three-time world champion and SmackDown general manager, Mr. Nick Aldis, and 11-time women's champion and future Hall of Famer, Mickey James. And they personally use these products themselves. If you need more assurance, they're NSF-certified, third-party lab-tested, and made in the USA in an FDA-inspected facility. And because you listen to this show... You can save 10% off your order at LegacySubs.com now by using Gabby at checkout. That's G-A-B-B-Y. That's LegacySubs.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. It's time to level up with Legacy. Like, it almost takes away because I'm so freaking out the whole time. I almost like not caring about who wins because I can just have a drink and eat something and like enjoy the game and have fun. So like, I, I almost hate having skin in the game. Cause I'm just kind of like, ugh, like it makes me a little nervous. You would have been a little anxious. I think the night before yeah, to do your I'm show not, and then have to worry about them the next day. I'm not as bad as I used to be. Like, yeah. I used to be where if the Cowboys lost, it would like, I would be, you know, I was, I would be unapproachable for the entire week until next Sunday when they played again. Like I right. used to took it, take it very personal I'm I'm not I'm still a fan, but I'm not nearly as bad as I used to be. So yeah, well that's a good thing. You can't get your anxiety up too high, you know. But you have too many other things to worry about. A thousand percent. There's so much more that everyone should be worrying about than football. But people are crazy. And when I actually when I had Cody on the show, he was all about the Eagles, and I don't think I saw a downfall this season worse than the Eagles' downfall. That was, that was bad. But, you know, at least Philly's getting WrestleMania this year. So that'll be a nice uh, upside for, you know, the town of Philadelphia because they really shit the bed when it came to football. And speaking of Cody, because I do want to talk about this, obviously, with your American Nightmare jacket that you have on today. I'm a Cody fan. I don't mind saying Same. it. Like, I get a lot of crap, but I yeah. don't care. Like, I, as you know, uh, like people are like, are you, you're a journalist. You're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be neutral. I'm biased. I'm not a, I'm not a journalist. I never... I, I I don't write articles. Right. I don't, I'm not I don't I'm not like 
uh, an internet journalist or an, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a fan yes. that has a talk radio show. Right. I, I, I have no problem showing my allegiance. Like how many other sports talk radio hosts that you know of, they have a favorite team and they have teams that they, they all of course, do. Of course. I'm no, diff- I'm no different than that. I have my favorites and Cody's my favorite right now. He's my favorite as well. And like, I got a lot of shit because in my last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, we talked about the rock coming back. And I said, I am way more invested in Cody than I am into the, than I am to the rock when it comes to facing Roman. People think I'm crazy. They're like, you're a Mark, you're insane. Like blah, blah, blah. I don't think people realize like everything that I feel about somebody when I watch, and this is something you taught me as well. If you don't have the emotional investment in somebody, you're not going to care. I do everything that I judge people off emotional investment. Cody was someone I followed. I know Cody from five years ago, Cody. I don't know the whole journey. Like I, I'm not sitting here for the history of Cody Rhodes and this and that. And that's why I think I'm very detached when it comes to CM Punk. And, you know, you're kind of the first person I'm talking to you about this because there was that, you know, the epic promo battle on Raw this week. And, you know, I feel like CM Punk represents so much in the pro wrestling industry. He represents, you know, the, he inspired the rebel and like those people and what he stands for and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't connect myself to it. Right. So for me, I see him come out and face Cody in the thing. And I'm like, I don't care about him. I care about Cody. And it's such a, and I see the reactions of the crowd. Half that crowd last night was chanting CM Punk and then it would kind of die down and then it was Cody chants. It was epic to me. That was one of the most insane exchanges I've seen in a very long time between the two of them. But, But, and I think, no, no, it's fine. Um, I was just going to say like, you know, him saying I, I'm actually the American nightmare or I am, I am the American dream or the exact words he said. And then Cody saying, I'm more CM Punk than you. I thought that was a mic drop moment for Cody. And even with Punk there, I almost want to be like, dude, you just got back here after being gone. And Cody's been carrying this company for as long as he is. I don't fucking want to see you get it. It's Cody deserves it more than you, in my opinion. And I don't know why other people don't feel the same way as me. Well, I, I understand both sides and I'll, I'll even relate it to your uh, circumstance, Gabby. Like, Listen, CM Punk, and and I understand where his anger comes from. Guy got fired on his wedding day. You know, yeah. that's when he officially yeah. got fired. Um, and you could talk about the everything that happened leading up to that, but that's the fact. And he was like, you know what? I'm done with this wrestling stuff. Like, he, he had that pipe bomb promo that's one of the greatest promos of all time. Right. About how bad the system is and how bad it needs to be changed. Well, you know, when he decided to walk away, he walked away. He washed his hands of pro wrestling and said, I'm done. I'm finished mm-hmm. with this. I don't need this crap anymore. I'm not doing it. And and listen, I don't blame him. I understand why he had that attitude. But with Cody, he was like, you know, I don't like it here. I'm, I've hit a ceiling. They're never going to give me an opportunity. I'm going to leave and I'm going to bet on myself. Right. And he wrestled with TNA. He wrestled with New Japan. He wrestled with Ring of Honor. He wrestled on the independent scenes and he helped create AEW. He didn't walk away saying, you know what? I'm just going to go do something else. I'm frustrated. He's like, all right, I don't like the system. So I'm going to change the system. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where he got himself so big that he went back to the WWE as a bigger star. And then here I am main eventing WrestleMania like he did last year. Like I understand both sides, but 
don't blame Cody because right. Cody he walked the walk just like he talked the talk. So you know he he didn't just talk about change; he went out and changed. Yes, the landscape of pro wrestling. Now Punk didn't do that. Again, I don't fault Punk. I understand mm-hmm. why he did it. But you got to admire and respect the fact that like Cody was strong enough to say, "Hey, this ain't working for me." But you know what? That's all right. I'm going to go and I'm going to do my own thing. That's why I bring you up, Gabby. Like, you could have been like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm finished with this. I I put my heart and soul into this. I got to go and I'm going to direct it someplace else completely. No, you said, you know what? Now's the opportunity to do what I always wanted to do, which is my own show. Hey, if you're not going to be in the main event, get yourself to the main event. And that's what Cody did. And I, and that's why he has my respect. Plus, you know, uh, Gabby, we know him on a personal level. Yes. He's a good man and a great father and a great husband. Yes. He's just an all-around good dude. Yes. And um, so I, he gets my respect all around, and that's why I'm such a big fan of his. Same, Dave. And, like, what I've witnessed going to the shows and – I like the conversations I've had with him as well, it's not an act and it's not bullshit for the cameras, everything that he does. It's literally because he's that good of a human being and that good of a person. So who else would be better as the face of a company when it comes to WWE? He's there every single week, sometimes on both shows. Some On every pay-per-view, he shows up. He does this, like, there's not one person more deserving than him to be the champion and have that title because he's a champion without it. And that's something that's crazy to me is like, he's such an inspiration and people want their, they were holding up children to have them sign stuff when I was walking out of MSG for the holiday show. And that was, you know what I'm saying? Like, and Cody was the only person outside in the freezing cold signing stuff as I walked by. Like he's, it's insane. I don't think anybody else doing that. Gabby, John Cena was exactly. And listen, this isn't a knock because not everybody has this in them. Right. Is CM Punk going to be the guy that comes early is he going to be the first one in the building right. and the last one to leave? Is he going to be the one that goes on every type of radio talk show and TV talk show and and wave the flag of the WWE? Is he going to be the guy that, right. yeah, that sits in an arena signing everybody's autograph until everybody goes home with a smile on his face? Could he be that person? Maybe. But I know Cody is definitely yes. that person. So who else would you rather have as the face of your franchise than Cody Rhodes? hundred percent. And honestly, Dave, without Cody, we don't know that CM Punk would even have come back into wrestling, like in, in a crazy way, because AEW brought CM Punk back to where he is now to come back to the WWE. Imagine that Cody not doing that. We CM Punk might not have come back at all, which is right. insane to think about. Because he did but, not want to come back to right. the WWE, which again, I completely understand. So AEW opened up that door. Yes, and it's it's it's, a, it's crazy to think that, you know, what was it, August of 2021, you know, we're seeing CM Punk coming to the AEW. Cody Rhodes was the found one of the founding fathers of AEW. Yeah, and you know that was just five years ago, and here we are in 2024, and Cody and Punk are going into uh, the Royal Rumble you know, part of the WWE. It's it's pretty insane to think that that's the road that we are seeing right now from both those guys. Uh, it, it's actually crazy to think about because it's just, 
monumental when it comes to, you know, what that stands for. And I think the two of them, with what they did last night, I've never been more excited for a Royal Rumble in my life. And granted, you know, I've only been a fan like six years. Royal Rumble's my favorite pay-per-view. But I think it's very, very torn out. A lot of people I talk to are like, well, Punk has to win. And I'm like, I want Cody to win. I, and like, do I think that the two of them are going to be the last two in the Rumble? I think possibly, I think it's going to come down to that because I don't know how you have that stare down last night and the heat between the two of them, like you did in that segment and not make it some kind of, you know, something like that connecting into the rumble, but I'm going to be disappointed if punk wins the rumble. I'm just saying, I'm not, maybe not, you know, in the majority to say that, but him just coming back and being like, Oh, okay, well now I'm going to win the rumble. Like, no, I don't think so. Cody deserves it. Cody deserves to win the Rumble. That's my choice for the men's Rumble this year. Yeah, and, I, and I, I honestly think, Gabby, uh, you are the majority thinking that way. I mean, when you look at pro wrestling right now, especially the WWE, um, social media is the vocal minority. That's not the majority. Right. I think the majority of people want to see Cody in the main event against Roman Reigns, and Cody, they do want to see him win the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So I, I think we're in the, we're part of the majority on this one. I really do. So you is that your pick? Cody's your pick as well. Cody's right for pick. the Rumble. Cody's my pick. Well, we're gonna have to see because I I it's gonna be interesting. I think that we're gonna see some surprises. I think that a lot of stuff's gonna go down, but I'm excited for Cody and I'm excited to see him finally win an, a main event in WrestleMania because he deserves it more than any any other person that I've seen on WWE television. He's on a different level than anyone. And I'm excited for it, and he deserves it, like, all around. Who's your pick for the women's Royal Rumble? It's a tough one, but I mm. think it's Becky. I think um, I think people want to see, and I know I do, Becky against Rhea. Um, and I think we're going to see that. I think it's going to be Becky winning the Royal Rumble on Saturday. So I have a different pick than you. That's a good that's a good pick for sure. Becky's always a great pick. Obviously, it's Becky Lynch. Becky Rhea would be awesome. But I think I think it's got to be Bailey this year. I really do. When I had Bailey on my podcast a few weeks ago, um a lot of the comments I got from people was super positive about how much they love her and how underappreciated they think that she is. And I can't disagree on that because I love Bailey. I think she's really really been doing a lot with damage control. I think they're hinting at that dynamic really being swayed like and I think that she needs to win the rumble she needs it more than Becky does in my opinion Becky doesn't need to win the rumble to to be who she is she's Becky Lynch like I don't think she needs it Bailey needs it more because Bailey is going to win that rumble everyone's going to be like oh you know she said she's got to take on Rhea she's got to take on Rhea and she's going to do the turn she's going to take on Io and I'm going to fucking love that match because I want Bailey to be champion I'm not that invested in Io as champion and I think Bailey will carry that so well. And she's entertaining to me. I think that, like, I like, I'm going to love to see the turn of it. I think it's going to be something different to see every single week. And I, I think she deserves it. And I think a lot of people do agree with me because I think she's very beloved, but she gets those losses all the time. She she goes against Bianca all the time and she loses. You know, it's never, it's never been the consistent her being that title champion. She, you know, she had injuries that she went through. And I do think it's Bailey's time now. I really, really do. And I would pay to see Bailey and Eo. I think it's that would great, be an awesome. It's a match. great pick, Gabby. It's a it's a really good pick because the story's there between those two. Um, and then the other thing is if I believe that it's going to be Cody winning the men's Royal Rumble. He represents Monday Night Raw. Right. And then, you know, you have somebody who represents SmackDown winning the women's Royal Rumble. 
Um, I think it's a great pick. And uh, either way, I'm fine with it. And I think, you know, if you give me Becky and Rhea and you give me Bailey and EO, I mean, those are two Insane. great women's championship matches. Those are definitely WrestleMania caliber main event matches. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on the women's side. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens on the men's side. Do you think there's going to be a lot of surprises this this Rumble? Um, I actually think it's going to be a little bit less on the surprise side mm-hmm. and more about stories and about who the actual winner is going to be. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about the Rumble. Me uh, too. This year. Super excited about the Rumble. And um, I'll be, I'm on the Jericho cruise. I know you this are. Weekend. I'm jealous. Bully. You're going to be doing a show. Don Callis is our guest. I have to award him the busted open manager of the year award while I'm on the cruise. Uh, I think but, he's going to handle that. Uh, but, um, well, no, he, he, in, he insisted that I have a ceremony and a wow. show based around him and that I personally hand him the award. So, um, so that's what's happening, but I definitely, I will find a way to watch the rumble on Saturday. There's no doubt. Hell yeah. It's going to be, I think it's going to be great. And something I love that they did this year was not give away a lot of um, names that are going to be in the Rumble. It's not that many. Like the one year when they told us, you know, we're going to see this person, Michelle McCool's coming. And, you know, these people, like, I don't like to hear the surprises. I don't like to see, I just want to watch it. Because my favorite moment is hearing the music hit and them coming out. Like, it's my favorite thing, no matter who it is. I'm way more hyped when there's not as many names declared and there's not as many people you're going to see because why not? That's, that's the best part about the rumble. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I get excited about. And I sit there like a little kid, like waiting for each person to come out. So I'm super excited. It is my favorite event of the year. Um, my most loved of, I think I say this always when people ask me one of the greatest moments you've ever witnessed as a fan um, was edge coming back in the Royal Rumble that's always my answer because I was a newer fan at the time and when he showed up at the Rumble the emotion that I felt just through watching it on the TV made me feel how big of a world pro wrestling is and how every single person for a moment when things happen you can feel like you are emotional with other people and how important and inspirational these people are so the fact that that happened also solidifies why I love the Rumble so much because that's a moment for me that is always one where I'm like, wow, I feel a part of it because I get it kind of with people, like with the fans, and I feel like I'm one of you. So I, I just love that the emotion like that can come through for any kind of pro wrestling event, and it's something I really, really appreciate. How, how do you feel about uh, the WWE and Monday Night Raw going to Netflix? Oh, a little Netflix and wrestle? A little yeah. Netflix and chill? You know what I mean? Yeah. Raw and chill? Raw um, and chill. I love it. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's insanely brilliant on the WWE's part. I mean, Netflix is a monster, so it's going to be really cool. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to make it ten times more for people like my friends and all these people that are on that all they do they don't even have cable. They just want some of my friends just have these streaming services. They don't have anything else. So you have the Netflix, you have the Hulu, and you're sitting there wanting to watch stuff. And you know that show wrestlers on Netflix really. People were like, did you see that show, Wrestlers? People that I, like, friends of friends. 
And that totally helped bring it kind of mainstream and make it a cool thing to watch. Yeah. And that's what this is going to do now. This is going to open the doors for people that aren't watching, you know, if they're not watching USA Network because they don't know that it's on on Monday nights or stuff like, oh, this is cool. Let me see what this is on Netflix and fall in love with it in a different kind of way and binge watch it if they want to, which is such a crazy thing as well. So I think it's a massive deal. What did you think about it when you saw the news? Yeah, I, I think it's big. It's, you know, again, you can watch it anywhere, anytime, global. Insane. Uh, cable, cable is a shrinking industry right now. Mm-hmm. And streaming, especially Netflix, it's at the forefront. That's a growing industry. Yeah. So what do you want to be on? Something that, you know, the, the, the amount of people that are watching on a yearly basis is subtracting or adding. And I feel it's a great move for the WWE. Yeah, it's it's 100%. Now I'm going to say it like, do you want to come over and Netflix and chill or Raw and chill? I don't know the exact words I want to say. Because you know what Netflix and chill means, right? Yes, I do. Wasn't it? Because it originally was, uh, you know, it was kind of like Blockbuster. Was that? Was Yes. You know? To Blockbuster. Kind of like adapted what Blockbuster was doing. Yes. But just to say Netflix and chill is when you kind of know things are going to go down. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the cool thing to say. But now I'm going to be like, if I invite a guy over, I'm going to be like, do you want to raw and chill? But that also, that sounds a little gross. I don't know how I'm going to word it yet. You know, you don't want to throw raw in there for like a Netflix I mean, this guy, you got to watch, you got to watch the verbiage. You always have to watch verbiage. I don't like to watch my verbiage. I'd like to have fun with it. You know what I mean? You haven't Netflix and chilled in a while, Dave. So you're happily married. It's different for me. I don't, uh, I, uh, I, I don't even subscribe to Netflix. I have to. Now you're going to have to. You know why? Cause you know what I do? What do you do? I Dave? do like, like I watch wrestlers and I love Cobra Kai. Like Cobra Kai do. comes out with a new season. I subscribe. Mm-hmm. I binge watch it for two days and then I, and then I cancel my subscription. <sighs> Now I have to keep it. I have to continue my subscription. Yes, I have you do. To, it's going to be every single week. Yes, you a hundred percent. But now it's going to open up your world to so much, Dave. I'm excited for you to get Netflix because I I'm obsessed with Netflix. I so I just watched, and this will be quick, but it's just interesting. So I just watched this new documentary on Netflix called American Nightmare. It has nothing to do with Cody Rhodes, but it's funny that the name of it is American Nightmare, and it's insane i literally watched it last night and i was like oh my, i love true crime documentaries oh, i'm just God. like is this about some serial killer or something it's like not that? about a serial killer it was it they call they're calling it um like the tr- have you seen the movie gone girl with ben no. affleck no oh god okay so what so it's ba- it, there they think it's like i, I don't even know how to explain it to you because sometimes I, I need to make you watch things this is why we're friends because i have to keep you my, my with cool wife things. is addicted to like all those true crimes how are you Even not podcast she listens to yeah or all these true crime yeah. like podcasts and oh, it's I, amazing yeah it's she's addicted to it well because it, it it blows my mind like the mind of a serial killer i just think it's the most fascinating thing and i know that sounds crazy but I, like what makes you a serial killer were you born that way or did things happen in your life to make you that way you know what i'm saying but so this this documentary is about like a true life gone girl. And what gone girl was about was this woman in like, she was unhappy in her marriage and she basically faked her own kidnapping. And it's like a whole big story. And they think that this, that's what was happening in this, but there's so many twists and turns. Like that's not like, that's just the overall premise of it, but it's, it's, 
one of the craziest documentaries I've ever seen. And if anyone's listening and they've seen it, please tag me at it and tell me what you thought as well, because it's it's wild. I, I would love for you to see it. Violetta would fucking love it. So you should tell, I mean, you don't have Netflix, but. Well, I mean, and, I, I got to subscribe to Netflix now because Raw is coming in 2025. So I might as well. Well, you got a whole year now. It's January. I might as well subscribe to it now. You should. You should. Because I'll forget. That's that's true. I'm gonna have to text you January first, two thousand twenty-five, and send you an email and be like, David, this is it's usually what we have to do. I subscribe to Hulu because they have Moonlighting, and I love Moonlighting. Oh my god, that's the show you've begged me to watch that I never watched yet. You never watched. I never watched it because but you're always good. Like you know, you're somebody that appreciates like history and I do the past and stuff like that. So. That's what makes you unique when it comes to that. So Well, I, I want to know why things are important. So if you give me a history of it, it really helps me. It's the same thing with pro wrestling. You're like my historian when it comes to pro wrestling. I ask you questions about, I'm like, why does this matter? And you're like, well, this is why it matters. And this is why he is that way. And I'm like, okay, cool. And Tommy too. Tommy's insane with that. He knows everything from any moment in time from a certain year. He's a psychopath. But I think about him. it in this way, because here you are like, I'm giving you history lessons about Ric Flair. And then now you have your own show and you're interviewing Ric Flair. So one of my besties. I know. Isn't that crazy? One of your besties. He loves you. I know. Listen, I, I would have none of it without you. So I don't care what anybody says. And you can say that that's not true, but it's true. I don't think anybody so. says that. Do people say that? I mean, I'm sure people, I don't know. Some people aren't that nice. You know what I'm saying? People think, or I get called like, oh, you're just a marker. Cause you look that way. It's like, why? you know, you're getting anything that you do. And like, I don't think people realize like how hard I did work and that the minute I worked on Busted Open the first day I did, I went home and just wa started watching everything because I realized what a monster it was and that I wanted to be a part of it. And if I didn't do any of that, I would have just been a regular old board op or producer and I would have done a good job because I was good at my job, but I wouldn't have been as indulged in it as I am. So it's like, I chose this for myself and it's because it's a testament to what pro wrestling is and why I love it so much. And I respect wrestlers. I, re I like no matter and the people in the media, I, I just respect it because I think it's the hardest. I think wrestlers have the one of the hardest jobs in the world. I really do. I think besides just being an athlete to do what everything else that they do on top of it. And like, I stress this no off season at all. Like there's, there, it's not, you know, oh, a few months now we're done. Like it, there, it, that doesn't happen. And what happened with the pandemic with wrestlers and them still putting on those shows in front of no crowds and stuff. Like if you don't respect that and have such utmost respect for them, I don't know what you're watching your, with your own two eyes. It's, it's, there's nothing like it. It's, it's just what it is. I agree. That's why I love it so much. It's been such a big part of my life. It is my life in a lot of ways. I know. Now you made it mine. So I, I thank you for that, David. I mean, I could talk to you forever. I did want to get a little bit into Seth Rollins. I don't know if we have time because you might have to leave soon. But, you know, uh, I know Seth, I'm sad. When comes, honestly, when it comes to Seth Rollins, it's still a big question mark. I know. He really didn't answer anything other than that he wants to be there for WrestleMania. But it's still – it. I st we still don't know if he's going to be ready health wise for WrestleMania or not. It's still a big question. Yeah. It, it breaks my heart because I think he's the, the other crippling, crippling injury that had happened is also Charlotte Flair, which I think threw a wrench in some things I'm sure because yeah. it's Charlotte Flair. And yeah. that was oh, devastating to see that as well. And you know, that's what happens with these guys. Um, it's terrible to see because Seth, 
has been doing such an insane job, I think. When I went to that MSG show, the holiday show, and I brought one of my friends who's like a casual fan and she used to watch, she was like the most excited to see Seth Rollins, which I thought was crazy because Punk was there and Cody was there and Rhea. And she's like, oh, I'm the most excited to see Seth Rollins. And that's just a testament to Seth Rollins. He's so good, Dave. Like, he really is. And when I started watching Seth Rollins, it was a completely different Seth Rollins than it is now. And he's changed so much, but he's always done everything well that he does do. And he's really good. And he's got those crazy outfits and stuff, but I'm holding off that we're going to see him at Mania. I really, really hope we do. I hope he comes through because he's just awesome at what he yeah, does. He's one of the greatest. I mean, he's one of the best, you know, pure pro wrestlers out there. And I don't think he gets a lot of appreciation for that. Cause I think people see the personality and the character that they see on yeah. the nights and, but he's one of the best in the ring. No doubt. I, I will say, though, in person, he got one of the biggest receptions that I've heard when I was there. So I think people are coming around to realizing that he is that good, and they are starting to really, really love him again because he got one of the loudest pops ever for him coming out. It was like him and, of course, Jey Uso because he was doing the yeet and everybody was on top of their they feet. Love, which, yeah, they, I mean, that's another Jay. person you can't forget how popular oh. Jey Uso is. Dude, imagine he just <laughs> he just wins. It's possible. I, I wouldn't hate it at all. It's Listen, possible. throw me throw me some things left field and let it be two people I had no idea about. I wouldn't even fucking hate it, to be quite honest. I mean, I would hate it if we don't get Cody, but if there's some crazy shit that you're throwing out and you sell me on it and there's a reason behind it, I can get behind it. Well, but, they threw out Gunther on Monday. Yeah. And, and that worked. So Yeah, that's they're, true. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to get you to start thinking that, hey, it could be somebody outside of Cody and Punk. It could be. Hopefully not, but no. we'll see what happens. Well, David, I'm so excited to have you on. We talked for a while, but we knew that was going to happen. because and February 10th, you're the MC. February 10th, I am the MC and the host of LaGreca's Laminated List, and that's what you need to look up on the Live Nation site. Look up LaGreca's Laminated List to get your tickets. I'm going to put all the info out on my stuff. Dave has all the info on his social go, media. Go there and get your tickets. Get your tickets. February 10th, Gramercy Theater. It's going to be epic. That's, that's the best way to describe it, I think. It's going to be epic and unforgettable. And I'm super excited. Thank you again for having me be part of it. And thank you for coming on the show. I had fun with you today. Thanks, Gabby. I love you, Dave. Love you too. As I always do. You're my best friend. And then to everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed it as much as me and Dave did because this was like us talking any other day. And um, yeah, I'm excited to have fun at the Royal Rumble. Enjoy it responsibly, I will always say, because I might not, but who knows? We're going to have the best time ever. Enjoy Jericho Cruise this weekend as well. And to everybody listening, LYMNB, love you most, no backs. It's about to get Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. It's nothing less because you rocking with the best. Now we about to get Gabby AF.